Yeah, you're on. Oh, welcome to Nova Talks <laughs> with your host, Casey Jarvis. Right? Yeah, that's you. Yeah. That's me. Yeah, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're Casey. I'm interviewing my pals, my good buddies, Matt White and Dalton Aiken. Yeah, that's us. We're glad to be here. This Casey, is the yeah. podcast where opinions don't matter mm. and neither do facts, so you got nothing. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Is this just regular daytime television? What's going on? Oh, yeah, man. No, something like <laughs> Is this The View? <laughs> Welcome to The View. <laughs> I'm your host, Barbara Walters. <laughs> oh. uh, if you didn't know, our guest today. <laughs> can I be Sharon? <laughs> yeah, no. you no. can be. No, she's on the talk. Never mind. You're not pretty enough. Oh. Oh. You also have to be a lesbian. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Um, what are you talking about? Oh, wait. Sharon. That's, the, <laughs> that's <laughs> what Ozzy's are you wife. About? What's the other girl that was on... Uh, Roseanne. What was her name? Roseanne. No, the other girl. Rosie <laughs> the O'Donnell? The c- no. <laughs> the girl that's on the talk. She used to be on Roseanne. I can't think of her name. Oh, um, I can't. Uh, yeah, I don't remember her name. Hang on. But you know what I'm talking about, right? The dark-haired girl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She was in a... Did you ever watch Roseanne? Oh, no. <laughs> Classic nighttime TV. Indeed. Indeed. During the Nick and Night I'm Golden lost. Age. Do you watch television? He was, it was before his time. No. <laughs> <laughs> he was too young. Right, right. Because Casey's like 12. Yeah. And we're like 37. I'm 13, idiot. Oh, God. I'm sorry. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'll give you a, a, a formal introduction, Casey. All right. Is all right, that okay with fine. you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love how it started, though. This is great. Yeah. Um, our guest today is Casey Jarvis, a drummer for <coughs> Jelly Roll, drummer for. Struggle Jennings, and lead guy, bass and vocals for Bellavon. Yes. That's you. And, uh, <laughs> That's him. That is we're me. glad to have you here. We're going to talk about nonsense, me. and I hope you're okay yeah. with that. No, I love it. How are you How you doing? You doing good? It's uh, yeah, yeah, I'm doing great. I had a, had a wild week. I wanted to save this story while we're on the air. Yeah, um, yeah, of course. <laughs> so I just got this new job mm-hmm. with Jelly Roll, right? Yes, yes. Working in a studio. And all I do is uh, play music. And that's it. And I get paid to do that. I just write songs. Me and me and my buddy Riley, we uh, come up with ideas and write stuff. And we, we've been working in the studio for two weeks, and it's been awesome. But uh, last, I think Wednesday? Maybe it was Thursday? I don't know. But uh, we... We were working in the studio, normal day. It was just really rainy. And uh, so when we go to leave around 7 o'clock, uh, we, we aren't able to leave because the road has been completely covered in water, fully flooded. Um, so we have to turn around. We go back to the studio. We're like, we can't go anywhere, dude. And um, so as we're there, the water level just keeps rising and keeps rising. Finally... Water starts coming into the house, and we're just, like, throwing down towels, trying to keep it from coming in. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. To no avail. Um, yeah. Oh, dear. We end up in water to about halfway up our our uh, our calves. Oh, my God. It's the, ten, it's the 2010 flood yeah, pe- pe- again. Pe- no, people, yeah. people are comparing it to the 2010 Absolutely. flood. Absolutely. Well, that th- so they <coughs> haven't flooded in this area since the 2010 flood, and... Um, it wasn't even as bad as this flood was. Really? But it completely, it, it 
soaked the whole house up to our up to our ankles at the high points of the house up to the middle of our shins at the low points of the house luckily we were able to save all of the gear um in the studio um we were not able to save his dogs which is a really uh, oh my god thing um but it just an unbelievable experience i i have never i fully underestimated water until oh yes it is dangerous a lot of water can be really dangerous no it was both sides of the house both exits the back door and the front door the back door is like lower to the ground than the or i'm sorry the front door is lower to the ground than the back door and so but both sides of the house was a rushing river so you look out all the windows and it's just water just yeah pouring by and uh it was it was really scary man it was really scary but on the up note we uh love our friend d-ray he works or he owns i'm sorry he owns damn it boy studios and um we're doing a uh what's it called when you do a benefit a benefit show Uh, like a charity situation we're doing a benefit show march 8th at the warehouse in Clarksville. Yeah, warehouse, cool yeah. place. Yeah, awesome. we've talked about the warehouse quite a bit on this show. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. indeed. No, we yeah, played so there a lot too. March eighth, we'll be doing a benefit show. To all, all the proceeds go to uh, David Ray and uh, to get his studio back up and going, and hopefully, you know, the the some money will go towards the loss of his dogs too. I mean, absolutely, ter- terribly sad. But uh, what what a week! Who all's gonna <laughs> that be? That is quite a week. Who all's gonna be on the bill? Um, Jelly Roll, Struggle Jennings, I would, I would bet Alexander King. Um, I literally just heard about this while I was sitting in the parking lot. Oh, really? So this just this happened building. then? Yeah. That's awesome. So, mm. Well, it's been in, in, in talks. I thought it was going to be at Marathon Music Works, <laughs> but it got moved to uh, the warehouse. So it, it's kind of a work in progress right now, but there's going to be some great Nashville acts. Yeah. It's uh, tight. And, and the money, we're not making any money off of it. It's all going to him to build his studio back up so very cool great great uh great cause very 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 scary thing i was there for the entire thing i i the most relieving feeling i think i've ever felt in my life was when the water had died down and we opened the doors and water just started rushing out of the doors like oh man like, oh it's over. thank god oh it's over <laughs> yeah no it was crazy 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 day i couldn't um, even imagine I mean, it, it just it just happens so it happens well, so fast too, I, right? If you guys have lived in Tennessee, you've heard of these flash flood warnings. Yeah. Ever yes. since you've lived here, oh yeah, never thought a thing about. You get them, the right? notifications on your phone yeah, about you're it. Like, yeah, whatever. Oh, Who girl, cares? Whatever. It's raining. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have never understood what a flash flood was until last Thursday. It truly is water, just comes out of nowhere, just like, and then it's gone. It's all gone. That's so crazy. And you're back to going. This is what it normally looks like. What, what what the hell? No, it was it was really, it was amazing. It was amazing to watch and experience. I hope nobody else does. <laughs> I, hope, <laughs> I hope you never have to experience it. But it's uh, it was really uh, Mother Nature, man. You, Mother Nature's scary. Yeah. Very very scary. Well, you heard somebody somebody died here yeah. too, right? Yeah, and I I don't think it was very far from where we were. Real, that, I mean that studio is located out in Centerville. So the next exit passed the 172. Um, mm. Yeah, very, very scary. And I'm sorry for any losses to any property or people or God. That was that was an awful night. That was a scary, scary night. But but uh, other other than the dogs, which is really sad. Everyone else 
uh, everyone else is good. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we were able to survive. <laughs> so I uh, I was like, I've never gone through anything like this, so it was a really scary thing for me. And I was just trying to be as proactive and you know ready to take on any situation as possible. So I, you know, you get to a point where like we had taken care of all the electronics, we got them all up off the ground, and we got to a point where we're like, everything else is gone. We, there's nothing you can do. So I literally just sat down and was like, nothing I can do. I just have to wait until the water stops yeah. or it keeps rising or whatever happens. Man. Like, it's just, it's a waiting game. And so in, in this waiting game, I went through about 50 different scenarios of how it could go wrong or whatever. And I, I remember about 15 minutes, I, I struggled with the idea of being electrocuted. So oh, no. I like went through the house looking at all the outlets, seeing where the water level was. And it never got up to a dangerous level. But uh, I do remember I was sitting uh, I was sitting on the couch, and I was just thinking, like, man, a rope would be good. And then uh, D-Ray comes through, and I was like, hey, man, do you have any rope at your house? And he was like, why Why would we need any rope? <laughs> I was like, well, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe something happens. We might need some rope. I don't know. He was like, dude, we're not going to need any rope. We're <laughs> fine. It's all good. So I was like, okay, whatever. So about <coughs> about 20 minutes after that is when they were like, oh, fuck, man. We got to see what's up with the dogs. We get, we have to go check on the dogs. And this is – the water's already just – it's probably the, the highest level that it was. It was just rushing by. Um, so <laughs> – so he goes to check on the dogs and ends up getting stuck on top of his truck. Uh, <laughs> and and we could just, like, look out the back window. His truck's right there in the driveway, and water's just rushing by, and he's just standing up there, just, like, looking around. <laughs> sure and, could use some rope right now. No, everything in me, everything <laughs> in me, I, I – wanted to so bad just stick my head out the window and go hey you need that rope now <laughs> like, just so bad. i couldn't do it it was too, sad. Uh, uh, too sad. bad timing yeah I guess. terrible no. timing i did tell him like two days later i was like man i really wanted to just, just see if you needed that rope at that moment <laughs> he's like shut up yeah he was like oh yeah funny <laughs> i'm really sad thanks a lot <laughs> yeah no my so, timing's never been great oh well it's fine I think you should have done it at the time, but you know. So so when it was so when is the show? So t- tell us one more time when March eighth. March eighth at the warehouse. At the warehouse in Clarksville. Really, all proceeds go to David Ray at Damn It Boy Studios, and he needs it. It's a terrible yeah. Situation. That's really sad. Yeah, he's a good and friend. It's, it's a great venue too. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. It's 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 a it's a big place, but it's also an intimate venue at the same time. Yeah, yeah. it's very wide, or I'm sorry, very long, not yeah. very wide. Yeah. Mm. This this the stage isn't ex- it feels extremely a lot smaller big. than it is. That was my very first show with Jelly Roll. I remember I remember mm. you posting about I it. I did terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost ruined the show because it, it's just such a different world from uh, rock and roll bands. You know? Yeah, and I want yeah. I want to get to that uh, about that transition. But first, I want you to tell us about how you got with Jelly Roll. You've, you've already told us <laughs> about it, um, but we want to know the beginning. And how you got hooked up with Jelly Roll. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, so, um, basically, I was doing nothing with my life. I had dropped out of college. I uh, was living with my dad, mostly playing video games, um, working at Maggiano's as a busboy. Mm. Um, 
How how was that by the way? I, I it feel wasn't like bad. I really honestly, it w- that was a cool job just because it was such a big restaurant that like when you went into the kitchen, there was this whole world of people, and just you know that was their job was working in the kitchen, and then there was also this whole world of like the front house, uh, the front of house like the the servers and the bus boys and whatever and the the uh, hosts. So it was like uh, it was like you had two different sections. But there was just a ton of people working all the time, so I mean, it's it's a pretty massive place. Yeah, you know? yeah, very big. It's um, it's two stories too, right? Yeah, yeah. There's like the ballroom area, and then the uh, the actual main restaurant. Um, I never worked the ballroom. That's where all the money was, so they wouldn't oh, put okay. me there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta keep we this don't guy trust out this of kid. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I would sneak down there to smoke my cigarettes and <laughs> get caught by my manager. He'd be like, "What are you doing?" I'd be like, "I'm smoking cigarettes." Uh, get back to work. Yeah, no that uh, that very big restaurant. Lots of really cool people work there. I'm sure they still work there. Shout out to Mangianos. Had great managers. They just hated me because I was a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but, uh, so I was working at Maggiano's and, uh, doing nothing, just playing video games and, uh, smoking weed. And I went to go, uh, buy a bag of marijuana from a friend of mine. And, um, I went up there, did my deal, came back downstairs. He lived in this apartment complex and there was like this courtyard in the middle and like the building kind of surrounded the courtyard. So, um, when I come back down, like I, I, I was with him and we, and we were going to the gas station or something. Come downstairs, this this guy's standing there smoking a cigarette, and I was I just walking by him, just said, "Hey, what's up, dude? How's it going?" And uh, he he was like, "Yo, dude." And so we just keep walking a little bit, and he goes, "Hey, hey, hang on a second. Um, what? You guys look like uh, musicians, man. Do you guys play anything?" And uh, I was like, yeah, man, I, I played the drums. He's like, wow, okay, we're looking for a rock and roll drummer. And I was like, okay, I'm a rock and roll drummer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he was like, well, let me show you some of these tracks. And he showed me – I showed him a video of me playing drums, and then he showed me a track where uh, – th- like a, a Jelly Roll track. And I didn't – I mean, I, I at that time, I'm not a very big fan of rap. Big metalhead, big rock and roll fan, you know, don't really care for rap. Yeah. Um. So he shows me that, and I'm like, okay, cool. He's like, we're going on tour uh, on the West Coast, you know, all over the place. Um, we're looking for a drummer to go. And so I, I get in the car with my friend. I'm like, you know, that's pretty cool, pretty cool opportunity. And he goes, dude, do you know who Jelly Roll is? It's like, no, no, who is it? He's like, dude, you need to take this gig. This is like, you, you need to take this gig. Yes. <laughs> this is huge. I'm like, all right, well, I'll see what's up. So I just jumped in started i went to a practice or a rehearsal it, it was actually really uh it was very gangster we uh <laughs> <laughs> we met at this restaurant and me me and phil phil bogard who was the guy that i met he's a great guitarist nashville cat he actually runs a uh oh what's it called uh rockin for sobriety or so, some sort of thing like that he's very into being sober and uh uh he has this whole I, God, I, I'm butchering. I shout out to Phil Bogard. Just <laughs> look him up. If you want to know more about what he does, a send him a message. Center, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, he's he's like super into AA, and he oh, that's he cool. does like uh, rehab for musicians, but he uses music as the rehab. From my understanding, again, I could be completely butchering this, but anyway, 
um, I, I go to a dinner with uh, Jelly Roll and Phil, and uh, Jelly sat across from us, and he just like basically interrogated me, like just <laughs> he just asked me a bunch of questions about myself, and uh, it was like a job interview, really. But uh, after that, we after the dinner, we went to uh, Sonny P's house, who is a uh, pretty legendary producer, and uh, we went to his place. He had a little drum set in the basement, and they just put on a song, and I played along with it. And they're like, "Yeah, you, you're good, man. Come on." So uh, from then on, I just practiced, and now I've been with him for almost five years. That's so cool. It was literally the luckiest thing I could have ever fallen into. No skill whatsoever <laughs> came into just <laughs> going and buying a bag of weed. It, yeah, it was literally like I'm wasting my life. I'm <laughs> gonna continue to do that, and then. Out of nowhere, this guy's like, "You look a certain way. What's going on?" He profiled you. He profiled and, me. Uh, and profiling can, not always. It's wrong. not always bad. <laughs> it's not always bad. You can look at someone and go, "That guy looks a certain way," and sometimes you get what you need. And You're I right. am that. I'm that example. That's actually that's actually pretty cool how they the the interrogation and then taking you into a basement. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was literally play drums. It was scary, man. It was because like. I knew that he was a rapper, and I know that the connotations around rap are very, like, you know, gangster. And, like, he really is that dude. Like, he's he has lived a very crazy life. Oh, uh, yeah. And, you know, I, I can't imagine what he's ever gone through. But um, it, it's, always, it's always had this little intimidation factor of, like, you know, got to stay on my P's and Q's, got to make sure Which I'm giving him what he needs. Which is actually good on his part, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's uh, it's such an interesting world, man. So interesting. When, when it, whenever I see like pictures you post of the shows you play, it looks like it's just a whole different world. Like yeah. I, I feel like th- there's a community of people just in the in the jelly roll and, and struggle world. There um, is. It's they've found such a niche of uh, like it's so hard to call it. You can't call it country rap because there's. There's this whole genre of country rap that's just hokey, man. It's like oh, it's yeah. really lame, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, e- I, I got nothing against what they're rapping about. It's nothing like that. It's just the music quality and and the quality of of their musicianship is just lame. Yeah, and and, and the production's really polished, bad, and you know, bad. it's you know, but it, not in a good way. Yeah, no, it's it's just a it's a really weird Too genre. Clean. So yeah. they have found this uh, this niche of keeping their roots of this southern sound and this country sound and and like struggle jennings is waylon jennings grandson so yeah. he uses a lot of samples from waylon which is so awesome yeah That's really yeah. cool dude it's it's such a i mean god i never <coughs> would have imagined 808 kick drums with <laughs> waylon's voice but in a we- in the weirdest way it works like in the weirdest way it makes sense and um but yeah so like they've found this niche of this country southern i'm gonna call it southern because it's not it's not like typical country it's like a southern sound like southern rock mixed with rap um and it just works so well man it's uh definitely check it out if you haven't it's it's worth a listen and when and the stuff he writes about it's 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 stuff that's happened it's real life it's real stuff well that's that's the beauty of it is they're they're not just they're not just rapping about women and cars and money and and i'm stronger than you or whatever it's they're rapping about 
um, it's not a pissing contest. And, yeah, no, yeah. They, there's they don't care. That's what's so awesome is they they don't care about you know I need to be this sort of image because uh, I want to be on Drake's level or whatever. It's 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 this image of look, I'm telling you the truth. This is what's happening in my world. You know this this world of poverty that I grew up in is distraught and and uh, a terrible place to to be in in your life and you know they bring light to it in a way i mean they jelly for instance he gets i i would i would bet a message a day someone telling him that they that he saved them from addiction and really yeah i mean it's something about his music because he speaks so honestly it's so therapeutic for people to hear um just because it's it's about the truth it's about you know, my baby mama is on heroin right now, and she relapsed after coming out of uh, out of uh, rehab, and and I have to take care of of my daughter and keep her away from this world that I don't want her to ever see. And it, it's it's really a beautiful statement and a beautiful um, thing to write music about because it is so it is a dark area of our society and a world that a lot of people don't understand like me myself i've i've never understood poverty that to that level i've i've had a taste of poverty but not to the level of my mom can't even feed me yeah. i've always had dinner on my table yeah and so you know to to be um to be that poor is a world that i don't understand so i don't know for them to let me in and and to really uh be a part of their crew is is awesome because what they're doing is a very valuable um art form yeah I and think. not yeah. a lot n nobody's really doing it right now especially no. in that that genre there yeah there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of rappers that are that are you know speaking truth but there's over an oversaturated amount of rappers that are just bragging about what they have yeah and i think more and more people are going who the fuck cares who yeah. cares nobody cares yeah i don't care what kind of car you're driving yeah give me something with substance something i can relate to yeah yeah just yeah. any kind of substance i don't know i don't know how to relate to you know my gucci gang gucci gang gucci gang <laughs> <laughs> Dude, no it just yeah it's just racks on racks on ra like come on I, yeah i don't get it i don't get it and, yeah and it, i don't know i could i could preach about that all day but Hey, That's why go we're check here. Check out Jelly Roll. And <laughs> oh, yeah, go check them out. Man. Check they, out Struggle too. They speak truth. That's really cool. <coughs> um, so you were saying that is the good word. Yes, um, but you were saying earlier because uh, they they said they wanted a rock drummer, but yeah, what yeah. you're what you're doing isn't. I mean, it's 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 rock, but it's definitely more of like a, a rap beat. Yeah, I guess I don't it, know how to word it correctly, but so they. I think what I ended up bringing to the table is being able to play along with the weird hi-hats and the, and the kick patterns and just the groove of rap I was able to keep up with while also keeping that kind of like Travis Barker energy of just like beating the hell out of the drums, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. and, and I think that's at the end of the day what they were looking for. It's, it's all about dynamics for me and finding your place in the track where so I, they don't take out the drums for for me to play in replacement you're, of because you're playing with the dj 
right. as well. Right. You're, you're so, playing to a track. Yeah, and, and and if they wanted just my drum sounds to drive the song, they could uh, they could obviously go to the studio that they did it at and say, hey, can you give us a track without any of the drums in yeah. it? Yeah. But that would take away from the rap sound of it. Yeah. So, it's it's um, it gave me the challenge as a drummer of trying to find my place with the track. Yeah. I have to work off of the track because. You know, if if I was trying to follow every single little, you know, ev- ev- little flourish and and just every note that is played by the electronic drum machine, yeah. um, there would be no point for me, or there would be no point for the drum machine. Yep. It would be one or the other. But I've uh, I've tried to find where I fit in with it all. Where you know the the hi hats are doing this crazy fast thing. I don't need to play along with that. I need sure, to let they, the hi hats do that's what they're covered. doing. Yeah. yeah. And and it it goes with each instrument. I mean, you know, you want to hit the snare at the same time, obviously. You want to hit the kick drum generally the same time. You can <coughs> find some cool places to to punch in every now and again with your kick drum, but it's uh it's the challenge of it is finding my my spot where I can not only you know keep the tempo up and and make sure everybody's on tempo, but also add to the song, add my own flavor, and you know, you know, put in a cool rock and roll drum fill whenever it works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I feel like it would make you appreciate simplicity more too. Oh yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. I dude. To be honest, like I can uh, some shows I can I can sit there and watch the TV at the bar and, and get away. <laughs> with it, you know what I mean? Like it's which is great. Yeah, no, it's it's really cool, but it also gives me freedom where it's a very simple song. It's a very um, there's not a whole lot going on, so I can do whatever I want. I mean, I can play any fill as long as it's ta- within taste. You know, yeah. I can I can play really however I'd like as long as it's in tempo, and and nobody really knows. Yeah. So I've. I've never played a show the same way. I mean, I there's a few fills and a few things that I'll, you know, try to try to stay true to, but I every single Jelly Roll show I've ever played or struggled show for that matter, I I play completely differently. It's a it's a whole new show every time. Um so that's that's cool about the simplicity. That yeah. that makes it a little more fun as a drummer to just kind of have a have a layout for you to work off of. Exactly. Yeah. Because that's that's all that's always doing the same it's thing. It's like a blank coloring book. Yeah, and yeah. You just fill yeah. it in. How I just you fill want. in yeah. the color. Absolutely. It keeps things interesting for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the monotony can really kill creativity. Yeah. Um, cause in I'm, a big way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because I'm because there's lots of bands that go out and play. They play the exact same show every single night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, lick for lick. So I it would be so hard to do that for me because it it. Uh, I mean I I just. Uh, you grow every day as a musician. You yeah. Know? You you are a different musician the next day as you were the day before. Not because you're better or anything, but because each day you have a whole new perspective. You have yeah. you have a different view. You may have a shitty day and you're just like, ah, you know, I want to play a sad chord. Yeah. Or I want to play a little slower or whatever. You you may have a great day and you're like, I this chord really makes me feel a certain way. You're a different musician every single day. So it's to sit there and for 20 years play the exact same drum licks over and over and over. I mean, I can only imagine how much of a job that would seem to people. Oh, yeah. It just takes the fun out of it. You're not having fun anymore. It's fun for me to go on stage and try something that I've never tried before. One, because there's 
a bunch of people in the crowd that, you know, maybe that one lick is going to be the thing that people are like, oh, this dude's crazy. Yeah. Or maybe I completely fail and I go, ah, oh, I shouldn't do that again. You yeah, know? exactly. Like, it's But having that crowd in front of you kind of gives you that fire to, you know, try new things or to it, – it, it's just – it's as much of a fuel as your love for music. Like oh, yeah. Like playing in front mm-hmm. of people. It's it's a fuel. And sure. a, a crowd is important as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is – and there is that saying, you know, play like you're playing to a thousand people, even if, if even if there's just one person Absolutely. in the audience. But it's having – <laughs> It's hard to do. <laughs> yeah. Having 200, 300, 400 people in front of you, uh, that really fuels the fire. It's – yeah. No, it's mm-hmm. uh, very – the more people in the crowd, the the less intimate it gets, the, the less like – yeah. I don't feel like I'm going to have to talk to anybody after the show, after I've played yeah. in front of thousands of people. Yeah. But the pressure is really on because that's a thousand people. If you guys fucking rock, that's a thousand people that are that are going to be like, those guys were awesome. Yeah, I'm and going I to Facebook liking yeah, them right now. I'm going to buy their up. CD. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, but it, it it's, it's such a – it's a different experience in – a way that like there's a lot of pressure with a thousand people but there's even more pressure at a 200 capper venue like oh yeah uh, mm-hmm. if you were to sell out a 200 capper you've got 200 people there that's 200 people that your your green room's probably this big as big as a bubblegum pack and <laughs> you're all really you're close all together. just like <laughs> smashed in there and me i i don't i mean i don't like being crammed into places so it's uh, you know I I'll usually go roam the crowd and sure you know, go get a beer hang out at the bar or whatever watch some sports or whatever, um. It, but at those two hundred capper shows, you're gonna talk to practically everybody. You in can't the crowd. you can't you can't hide. There's yeah. no hiding. No, there's no show. hiding. No on or a, off stage. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But in a, in in like a at a festival or something, it's like you go on that stage and you play for thirty minutes and you get off and you're in this whole backstage area mm-hmm. where you can walk around and they got food for you. Totally different world. Completely different world. You can walk out into the crowd and watch the other bands. You can walk into the into the band area and watch the, the other bands. Yeah. It's, it's not, it, it's just a completely different world. So H- how was that transition? Because previously, um, I mean, you were in multiple other bands, garage bands, um, and then getting into this, uh, I mean, you're pretty much automatically playing to step up. a lot a lot more people um it's it there wasn't much of a transition for me cuz i just had to do it sure you mm-hmm. know what i mean it was like there was of course i had fear and apprehension yeah but it was such a i mean this dude's paying me to do this so yeah. if i don't do it i'm either fired or i ruin the show in front of these people so it was just a, you know, I had to push my nerves. Like, I couldn't even think about how nervous I was. Sure. There, that, that couldn't even be in my mind. I had to just do what I was supposed to do. And, I mean, I've, I've messed up in front of thousands and thousands of people. And I've messed up in front of 20 of people. And it, it doesn't – you personally are going to notice your mess up more than anybody in the whole world is going to notice. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like – 
I mean, you'll, you'll on stage you'll be like, God, that was so terrible. You yeah. walk off stage, people are like, dude, that was great. That was yeah. so awesome. No, you're yeah, like, that, no, I totally sucked. Thing. Yeah, no, and nobody wants to hear that either. Nobody wants to, you know, go to somebody that they appreciate and be like, dude, that was like one of the coolest shows ever. And you go, no, nah, dude, oh, no, 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 man, I sucked, bro. I d- dude, I, I had that experience one time. Uh, Alex Rudinger, he's a god of a drummer. He's amazing. And I saw them play, and I was just c- completely blown away. And I went up to him afterwards, and uh, I was like, dude, that is one of the most impressive performances I've ever seen. That was so cool. And h- the whole time, he, he was like he was like pissed at me for saying it. And I was <laughs> like, I mean, sorry to bum you out, dude, but that was like amazing. And <laughs> what like, no, no, dude, I messed up so many times tonight, bro. I was, uh, uh, uh. Uh, did I was did like, that like dude, put a damper on it for you? Were you like... A little bit. Like, I was happy... I was super happy to have seen him perform. I was happy to be in his presence and meet him, talk to him. But it was like the best, one of the best drummers that I've ever seen is complaining about how he had a bad yeah. night. It's like, dude, I would give anything to have your bad night. Yeah. <laughs> if I had sure. your bad night, I would be the best drummer I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was just like, I, I don't know. It, Everybody's human, so it's like maybe that's know. maybe that's why he's so good. He's so hard on his hot himself no, that he yeah. that he just pushes What's himself funny, to do better. That's exactly what uh, the bass player for the Contortionist said, and I completely regret ever saying this. The Contortionist is probably my favorite band ever, um, and we played the show in Indiana, and their bass player was our sound guy. Oh my and god, I, dude! I, like he got on stage running our sound as I'm loading stuff in, and I was like. What? (laughs) It's like I know you. (laughs) I've watched you a lot. Yeah, no, I have been to your shows. I know every song you've ever written. Uh This is kind of cool, man. What's up? So really cool night. We just hang out, smoke weed all night together. Very cool guy. Um, um, but I brought that that situation up to him because he knows Alex, and and I think they had. Him and his other sound guy were talking about him, or uh, I don't know, something like that. I was like, man, I had a weird experience with him. He was like, dude, that's why he's that good. Like, he's that hard on himself. Yeah. You saw him, and you thought he was flawless, but he played it, and he hated it. He yeah. didn't think he did good at all, and that's why he's one of the best drummers in the world. I was like, yeah, all right, makes sense. It does make sense. Can't fucking yep. argue with that. <laughs> but you do hate to hear it, though, I guess. Yep. Yeah. yeah no, I think it's I mean, fine to be that hard on yourself, but I think it's also good to accept. Accept a compliment. Yeah. yeah. Just take it. Be that, a, that's what it was. If he would have just been like, man, thank you, I, I appreciate it. You know, I, I didn't have the greatest night, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but instead, when I was like, dude, that was amazing, he was like, no, it wasn't. No, I, no, I, I, did, I had a terrible night. Did he like? No, like, it really like, was amazing. I was like, amazed. <laughs> did he like over like dramatize it? Was it a like really bit, like a little bit? I mean, it, 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 I've been there, man. So it's like I get what he was feeling in a way. I obviously not at his level because he he probably did like and then like that was a mess up to him. Where me, I that was so fast. I didn't even have time to fathom what he it. did yeah. where like you know something i'm playing is is going to be a little easier to catch but you know if i have a bad night i'll i've i've had times where i'm like man yeah it was i appreciate it but you know i i didn't play that good tonight i, I hope you come see me at a better at a better show or yeah. something i've had nights like that so i get it. it it is what it is but i don't know you live and you learn i don't think mostly i don't think people want to hear that 
I think no. people want to give you the compliment, and you go, dude, thank you very much. Great to meet you. They, you know they, what I mean? They want to yeah. join together in this good moment. Right. Like, I right. want to be on the same level as you right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They, because it's a dampener. It's, yeah. It really is. Like, if you go, oh, yeah, no, I suck tonight. People are like, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I want oh. my excitement to make you happy. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Because it, it, it t- especially if it's somebody you you want to talk to that that you look up to you, it takes guts to go up and be like hey that was great exactly so you no. should be you should That's be grateful for that you know yeah like yeah man i <laughs> i've had to like drag my friends over to f- people that are famous yeah to just to just to get them to talk to him like they're like dude i want to oh my god that's him i want to talk to him so bad that's him like, just go over there what do you <laughs> he's right there he's just a human yeah exactly but you know, if he says go away. Well, then he's an asshole. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> that's the end of it. Now you, now you know. You have a terrible, you have a terrible conversation with him. Fuck it, he's yeah. a dick. Yeah. <laughs> so back to the uh, jelly roll thing. I, I, I want to know what the line is because uh, you, 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 you kind of made it sound like, uh, like a job, which I guess it, it, it is. It is a job. But what's the percentage of this is really fun to this is also my job and I need to take it really seriously. I would say eighty percent fun, twenty percent job. Okay, it's it's a pretty fair balance. Yeah, I'd say. dude, it's a dream come true. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. it's everything. As a kid, it may not be the genre of music that I intended to be playing, but that's not how life works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. But if, you're, I mean, if I had my choice, I'd be playing avant-garde polka. But uh, <laughs> you know, you don't always that's, get to that. Live sounds your amazing. Life. No, um, I bet the crowd. I'm sure be really you're in the right country though. for that. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of guitar would you be playing? A hollow body. Of course, of course. Mm. Actually, just 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 play a tuba. I that like would be that. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get this tuba in here, Casey? Jeez. Oh, there's video. Oops. Oh yeah. No, they'll they'll know that I don't actually have a tuba. If you're listening on audio, I don't actually have a tuba. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's not gonna lie to you and tell you that he has one. Yeah. But I am. It was totally a tuba. Yeah. It was insane. Thanks, Dalton, for yeah. lying for me. Yeah, you're welcome. That's what I'm here for. Uh, but that's good, though. That's good that, uh, I mean, but but I'm sure in that type of, because everyone's going to be professional. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, you take it seriously, but since you're all on the same page of, hey, we know what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. You get to have fun that way. Yeah, absolutely. You, you go, I mean, for one, the people you tour with become some of your closest friends. Um, and they're just complete outcasts, misfits, like you would never expect. Like, I'm sure if I would have never become part of this situation, they would never, like, I, I would never be able to talk to them in the same way that I'm able to talk to to the my peers now. They're my peers. So it's like, it's a, it's a really, and I'm sure every job is like that. I mean, the people you meet, just because work forces you together, you uh, you grow this really strong bond, and it's awesome. I mean, I, I'm friends with some of the hardest gangsters I've ever met in my life, <laughs> and ever will meet. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. And it, it's it's just a it's a world that I never expected to get into, but now that I'm here, I'm just so grateful because it's a whole other side of society that, I mean, it's outcast. It's 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 a it's a it's a society that people really don't understand fully and and never will because they won't let it be they don't give them a chance they don't give them a chance exactly exactly it's uh it's a shame really but you know 
There's some cool outcasts out there. Absolutely. I think if if you if anybody sees a person chilling by themselves and they don't look too sketchy, I mean, there's sketchy people out there. If they don't look too sketchy, just come say hi, man. They're probably cool. They probably got some cool stories. Oh yeah. See what you have in common. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's it's really that easy. Start with music. Everybody loves music. Start with music. I have encountered a couple of people that don't like music, and it really scared me. Are they the <laughs> antichrist? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I have no I put idea. Two, two together. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> all right, so it explains so all those six 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 tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> I really should have seen those. It was right on his forehead, and I just looked right past it. Man, <laughs> <laughs> he had Satan spawn tattooed under both of his eyelids. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of think of it, he had a forked tail too. <laughs> God, I need glasses. <laughs> <laughs> How's that astigmatism? <laughs> <laughs> Not great. Okay, so we'll get off of the uh, Jelly Roll thing for a second. I want to talk about your band. Okay. So, so, so you're you're already a busy guy. You're already yeah. busy enough. Mm-hmm. What made you decide I'm going to go ahead and start my own band and record and play shows? Oh, this has been a thing for a while now. Um, I guess three years or so. Sounds about right. I think about three years I've been working on this band. Um, I can play it all, man. I can play bass. I can play guitar. And I, it, you can't, there's no melody to drums. I mean, there is, there's a subtle melody that you can have in mind when you're playing. But like, I, I can write, I, I can write songs. I like to write songs. So that has also been something that I am passionate about and like to pursue. And this has been my outlet. So it's uh, I, I've also had these this group of friends for um, since I was in middle school. I think I think eighth grade is when I really met these guys. And yeah, um, it's you and Riley, Riley Fulton, and Garrett Thomas. Yeah, and my little brother Keith Welcher is on drums. Newest edition. Newest edition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So it's just a it's an outlet for me to write songs with my friends, and they write songs too, and. You know, it's it's a cool situation. It's uh, it's laid back. You know, it's it's not. I mean, we're we're just total music nerds. So like, we will spend a month on one recording just to yeah. make sure every part of it is just perfect, and that can be taxing. But sure, it's that's the that's the art of it. That's the joy of it. And you know, hopefully one day uh, we'll let some of that stuff release. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's j- I like writing songs and I like playing other instruments and that's a way for me to do that. So well, and, uh, well, it, it make cuz uh, a lot of the licks you guys are playing are, are, are pretty intricate uh intricate uh things. So I, I I could see why you would spend so much time making sure it's just perfect. Yeah, know? I well the the music won't come across unless it's the best performance from each member sure mm-hmm. you know if if there's i mean if obviously if there's a missed note you know it's it's going to completely mess it up it's you know if if there's there's little like feel things that we'll do where you know something has kind of a slight swing to it and it'll you know if we don't have that perfectly down as a unit then it completely messes up the sound and the feel of that moment in the song and like just weird Dungeons and Dragons shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I, like when people, 
I've like been arguing with my guitarist and people are like, what's going on? I'm like, dude, we're just arguing about which dragon's stronger. It's not even that big of a deal. <laughs> it's it's stupid. Obviously, it's the red one. Come on. What are yeah, you talking about? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, geez. <laughs> they call him Smolderthorn. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, and, and isn't that your name on Facebook? Dragon Slayer, dragon isn't, isn't, slayer. That, isn't yeah. that incorporated in there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I see myself as a Dragon Slayer, as a metaphorical Dragon Slayer. Yeah, <laughs> you want to you elaborate on that? Well, <laughs> I mean, every, every, every situation you come across. I mean, like, look back into those times. You didn't really have all these dumb situations you had to come across. It was either survive or die. And in yeah. those times, you know, you had to slay the dragon to survive, so that's kind of how it is today. You just have to slay the dragon day by day, and uh, the dragon being whatever it is you're conquering each day. I don't know. Is it's that what the kids are calling it these days? That's what I call it. I don't care what the kids are calling it. <laughs> <laughs> the ki- most kids are stupid. After this, I'm going to go slay my dragon. <laughs> oh. Um. <laughs> Whoa. Um, so whenever you whenever you formed this band, Bellavant, yeah. uh, did you have a genre in mind, or did you just want to just lay it down, get your friends together, and see what happens? I was very very influenced by this band called Chon. Yeah, you've you've let me listen to some of their yeah, stuff. Yeah. So so they, the first time I listened to them, um, I was actually kind of pissed off because they stole the music out of my head. Like I've always <laughs> I've always been a metal fan. Like I've always loved heavy metal and I've not always liked that like lack of melody. And like the reason people are like dude it's just noise is because they're so like atonal and they just play like half steps and you know they scream and there's no you know graspable melody unless you're really digging into it and listening. There's there's not a serious you know, a hook or a, or, or a melody that you can latch onto and love where Chon takes that kind of visceral aggression of metal and adds beautiful melody and harmony and makes it this just uh, rhythmically challenging, melodically challenging. It's, it sounds like video game music. A lot of it does, but, um, I don't know if you if if you are a if you it really enjoy upbeat you know make you feel good music with good melody no vocals they're instrumental um, they uh, they're they're a great band to listen to but my my whole thinking was I want to be Chon with vocals and so obviously we're not at their level we're not shredding our faces off but the um, the textures and the chord progressions and stuff that they use are very like they use a lot of jazz chords and I like to incorporate jazz chords in my songwriting. So I just write a bunch of cool jazz chords and put vocals over it. And <laughs> so do my friends. So. That's that's beautiful really. Yeah, no, it's fun. It's what what whenever you're writing for this band, what what's I mean what what's your process? What what's <laughs> what's first? Um Usually we'll start with a guitar riff, and then um, we'll argue about that guitar riff. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I know that feeling. <laughs> Intermittent with the whole dragon thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. <coughs> no, we'll write, a, we'll write a guitar riff, and uh, uh, so Garrett and Riley are the guitarists. They will typically write together, you know, 
come up with a part together, and then we'll bring it to the group. It doesn't go much further from there. It's it's usually like a riff or two or or a, just a general idea of how things are going to go. So then we'll bring it to the practice room, and the whole band will just kind of sit there and play through the parts that we know, um, talk about how it could go in this direction or talk about how it could go in this direction, write another part. Um, we haven't really nailed down a solid um, formula. Like a step-by-step -step process. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of random, and, and it a lot of times depends on how we're feeling. I mean, sometimes it you know we'll, we'll we'll get this riff and we all really like this riff but then we're just like what do we do like we could just loop this riff and it's an, and it's a song yeah you know what do we do after this we're trying to kind of back ourselves like pull ourselves back um from just playing riff after riff after riff and trying to really form up a song and yeah. have this kind of verse chorus idea you know um, without without it being just pop music, we we want it to be technically like musically inclined, but um, we want to have that kind of that pop. You want uh, it to be you want it to be catchy. Formula. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. We we want it to be accessible. We don't want to alienate anybody. Sure. We want it to be accessible to where whoever whoever gets it will will enjoy it and and kind of keep that whole vibe and I, I think we're doing pretty good our, one of our biggest influences is Steely Dan and they were huge during their time and I, I really truly think they'll live on forever but they uh, they were they could be alienating sometimes you know oh, they, yeah. they really just did whatever the hell they wanted to and I want it to be like that but I also want to have the vein of you know trying to make music that people enjoy and can possibly enjoy I mean yeah. this is not a genre of music that is popular right now you know it's oh yeah rock and roll is not dead it's just in slumber yeah and, you know it I, comes in waves it comes in waves and i think True. i think there's going to be another wave of it um i think people are going to get really really sick of hearing this <laughs> just perfectly polished music and they're going to want to hear some grimy guitars again that's and what that's what rock is missing right now that's yeah. what it's missing, dude. There, I, there's I'm only a so couple sick bands. of these producers just making these songs sound like they're made out of titanium and diamonds. Yeah, like it's yeah. it's it, where is the where is the human in that? There's there yeah, is none. There is you none. Know? It, that that is what music is missing in every genre. I feel country music, rock and roll, rap, and that's why I am very going back to the Jelly Roll and Struggle thing. That's yeah. why I'm very passionate. About playing with Jelly and Struggle, um, is it's real? It's true. They they use very very minimal auto tune, um, but their lyrics are true. They're it, it's just a it's it's genuine music, and that's what the world is missing right now. Uh, th and it's it's actually really cool um, that they added a drummer to the lineup because they like you said they they could have just had tracks and a, d a DJ, yeah. but well, adding, there's, there's adding not a, a whole drummer. lot of room for drums. For drummers in the rap world, there's really not. Sure, but yeah. I've, I, I'll I'll put it this way: every single band that I have been on tour with, that or I'm sorry, every single rap group or or rapper that I've ever toured with, with Jelly Roll, they end up with a drummer the next tour. 
Yeah, of, of course. It, it, they it, see it, the it, energy, they see what yeah. it brings to the table, and they go, I need that, and they yeah. get a drummer every single time. Every time. Huh. It adds that raw element because, yeah. I mean, it makes it a show. Hey, I went yeah. to a rap show. I went and saw my favorite rapper one time, and I, w- I left so disappointed and angry because it was just him on stage going like, yeah, 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 hey, yeah, yeah. And his DJ behind him going, hey, yeah, 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 <laughs> with the other hand. Like, who cares? No, And the whole crowd was just standing there staring at him. Really? Yeah. Who well, it's, that's typical for Nashville, I think. Yeah. But, yeah. like, it, it was just, there was no energy. There was no, like, love for the music. He wasn't up there jumping around or anything. And I know there's a lot of rappers that do that, that kind of, like, really jump around and feel the energy of the song. And I think that's what gives rap shows this energy and, and why people go to them. But the one that I went to, I was like, dude, if he had a guitarist that pretended to play guitar and a drummer that basically played along, it would be a whole different show. Yeah. It would be a completely different world. And, and you know, from then on, I've just been like, dude, get, get a drummer. If any, if any rap artist has any questions for me, my answer is get a drummer. To yeah. every to Add every question, the human element. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's so important. Give, yep. it, give it some musicians' love, and you won't regret it. That's true. I also feel like uh, drumming is as primal as it gets when it comes to music. There's yes. you, there's no hiding. I mean, there. it originated in the heart of Africa. That's true. That's as primal as it gets. That's true. Well, d- drumming is rap. I mean, that, yeah, that is what rap came from. They would loop drum samples from old jazz songs or old rock songs or whatever song they could get their hands on, they would take a drum sample and just loop it over and over and over. And, they, and then they'd rap over it. That It, it is all drum-based. And even today's rap, I mean, the melody, if you think about think about Drake's, one of Drake's songs, like, uh, let me think. Uh, there's this Drake song that's literally just like, nah, 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 nah. But then the drums are just going crazy over that, and then Drake raps over it. And it's like, that's just drums. It didn't yeah. even need the melody. Yeah. You know? And uh, so I think most of rap is drumming. And I think Travis Barker started the idea of having drums along with rap. And uh, I think some people took that to heart. I the, the song that Phil showed me when he tried to recruit me to Jelly Roll was a song that Jelly Roll did with Travis Barker called When I Get Rich. That's dope. And I was listening to that going, holy shit, those drums are sick. Like, that's a, that would be really fun to play. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, drums are rap. That's that's all it is. It's, you don't it's, need it's that syncopation. Melody. Yeah. And that's yep. that you're just Absolutely. doing it with your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. That's just what it is. <laughs> no, I have nothing else to add. I thought you were going to say something. No. Anything, Matt? I thought you had something really important to I say. Me. I mean, I and, uh, I could find something important to yeah, say. Yeah, go ahead. Say something really important. Um, <coughs> I think we should talk about our history. Oh, that, I think oh, we should. Yeah, I think it's time. I think that's important. After that awkward pause, it's time to talk about something <laughs> even more awkward. <laughs> and Woo! that's our teenage years. <laughs> oh, man. I can't wait. Oh, God. <laughs> Do we want to do this? Is that what we're about yeah. to do? Okay. Let's yeah. talk about the basement times. Do we the basement do, do we want to I that reminded me of something. Uh Uh-oh. do we want to talk about the very beginning? How it uh how it all I would love to yeah. because I don't remember. Did I not tell you? I knew. <laughs> I said, "We'll talk about our history with Casey, but it's probably wiped completely from yeah. his memory." Look, no, the only <laughs> thing I remember is how how the band ended. 
in oh, just I the cringiest well. way. <laughs> just <laughs> I like the, that day like too. I will never forget that in my whole <laughs> life, dude. But we'll we'll get to that. We'll get yeah, to that. Yeah. Uh actually I don't even know maybe I don't even remember how we how we completely got together. Well it was because you two were in band. Yeah, but that's, that's what not I was gonna say. I don't know. I don't know if that's how we actually cause, cause, cause you weren't in high school band whenever you joined a back row brigade. I was in high school band in eighth grade. He was. No, he, he was on I, drum yeah, line. Yeah, I, guess you I played. Were. No, I, I played clarinet. Were. I played oh. clarinet yeah, played my oh, eighth right. grade year, and then I joined drum line after that. That's right. I forgot. Because I was gonna quit. I, I was f- like, dude, this is lame. I don't want to do this anymore. And he was like, look, man, just join the drum line. You already play drums at home. You're only gonna get better at drums. Just join the drum line. I was like, all right. <laughs> I did it all four years. And that changes life forever. But we became we became friends in eighth grade year, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Because you were friends with Lindsay. Yeah. And I was, uh, obviously, I had to be friends with her because she was also she clarinet. Was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, no regrets. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it, uh, I really, I don't remember how it came to be because um, I was kind of, we 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 okay now I remember we were talking, um, we were just friends. We would we would you know call each other sometimes, and uh, <laughs> and then we had sex. No. <laughs> um, man, I don't remember that part. In the back <laughs> That's room. how the band started. No, I wasn't uh, there for that part. I I, I remember we uh, we were on the phone one night, and I was telling you that me and Matt had kind of wanted to start up a project. You were in a band at the time. <laughs> and then we if said, "If that's what you want to call it, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever." I don't remember what band it was. Um, was it was either it was either um, oh god, the Poinsettia Conviction? Yeah, was oh that my. what it was? Uh, it, no, that was that was. What th- was the one after that? Okay, so the Poinsettia Conviction. We played one song over and over and over and over, and it was a cover. And we literally that was it. That was all we did. <laughs> we played that one cover. We played it at the talent show. Um, it it was cringy um but yeah that was uh that was my very first band ever the poinsettia yeah. conviction was it fireflies by all city <laughs> <laughs> no it, oh god what was that song the band was called vanna they were like this really uh emo band clearly dedicated to vanna white right right of course yeah yeah, yeah absolutely right. no i i have no idea what the song was called Dead language for a dying lady. That's what it that was. That was called. really oh. fast. That came out, he just pulled it right out. Of I have it. no idea. I have an idea. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, that so we played that song over and over. And then so I was like, Yeah, I'm in a band, dude. Yeah. yeah. Dude, bro, I play drums in a band, man. You maybe we could start a project if I have time in my schedule. <laughs> My busy eighth grade life. <laughs> Mom's but making cheese sticks for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally how. It that's that's true. That that was a thing that happened. No, yeah. so we we were on the phone, and uh, I told you about me and Matt wanted to start a thing, and we but we were like, or I said we need, we were looking to find a drummer, and you said, well, I'll I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, but you're already in a band, and that's you're pretty like, pretty much yeah, how but, I go. Yeah, but I'll do it. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, that's okay. right, cool. <laughs> All right. And then, do you remember our very first show? We talked about this in a previous podcast, but our very first show, do you remember? Matt remembers. Okay. The first thing that's coming to mind is at that, like, that center. I don't, e- I don't even know. It was like a... Uh, You're talking about the talent thing. No. It was at... It was in, like, this warehouse. Look at the, It probably wasn't our first show. 
warehouse. Oh it was like a. Uh, you talking about Peyton's birthday party? It may have been. Oh, that was like later on in our career. No, I know. I <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even. That wasn't even Peyton. That was that just was, the um, first thing that came to mind. No, Peyton. I, I Peyton remember. Lashley. Oh, her birthday I party. Forget. Do you remember that? I, like I, that I forgot what building, her first you know? name was. It was like a weird like. Yeah, that was building. the uh, the Tinsco Center. Yeah, 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 the Tinsco Center. Yeah, That's yeah. What yeah. I was we, played, we, we played. Yeah. We played. We played our sixteenth birthday party. Much yeah. later on in the career, though. Yeah. yeah, much later on. I forgot Wait. what her first name was. That's where I met my friend Keith Hamilton. I think Cole Lyles was there too. Cole Lyles was there. Cole Lyles. And that Cole Lyles is how I met Keith Hamilton. I'm pretty sure. Well, there you go. Interesting. There you go. Whoa. Memory Boom. lane. But no, our first show was my 17th birthday party. At your house? Yeah. Where we took the pictures. Yes. Well, okay. My dad still has like a huge <laughs> yes. blow up Oh, picture. does he really? Poster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where does yeah, he have do it? It's in his room. It's in his room. Are He's you serious? Yeah, no, it's, it's literally like it was printed out on a piece of paper and then he like taped it to plywood or to like a piece of cardboard or something like that. Oh like, my God. It's just this big printout of us like. <laughs> like, I'm sitting there like this. Yeah. And then yeah. Matt, and, Matt and Dalton have their instruments, and it's just like. We're all barefoot. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. And we all wore the tie. Yeah. yeah. No, I totally remember that. I remember that day. Well, that, that that actually still wasn't our first show. That was just a day that we decided to dress up and take pictures and play. And people were there. We did. It was, uh, I think it was just my mom and dad. It, it was, that was just us. We did like a video and that then day, friends came over. And then the birthday party was like after that. Okay. okay. Yeah. Like a, like a different day or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. I, I remember because you, you came over that day because we tried to color coordinate, right? <laughs> yes. And uh, I was like, you Casey. You came in like an Under Armour shirt. No, that was my, okay, this is what I'm getting to. <laughs> I told, I was like, Casey, you've got to bring a red button up shirt, a white tie. He's like, I got it. All right, I'll be there. I got it. All right, cool. Casey shows up. Of course, he doesn't. Have None of it. In the time. None of it. So I get completely <laughs> naked. <laughs> so I get a red Under Armour shirt, a short sleeve red Under Armour shirt. Oh, yes. He puts that on, and then puts the white tie. No, there's no on collar. Top. It looked it's fantastic. Just, yeah, it was beautiful. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I think we had we were like people are gonna know that <laughs> that's not a button. Uh, he's behind the drum. We had they to like tape over the Under Armour logo. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no one will care. It's all right. <laughs> but no, our our first show was my 17th birthday party, and uh, do you remember the bikini top? No. <laughs> really? I was gonna say. I remember that because it was the first time I've ever seen a woman in a bikini. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first. Oh, wow. I'm glad no, we could do that. No, for I'm just you. kidding. I'm, uh, I am joking. No. Do you remember the surprise? We whenever we started, we started playing Purple Haze. Yeah. My boy Matt over <laughs> here <laughs> came out with the bikini top. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> now that you mention, Yes, now I do remember, remember that. Now you that remember. Was, Legendary that it was. That needs to happen again sometime. Actually. Yeah, maybe it will. Actually, maybe it will. Uh, there's a bikini top right there. <laughs> Go put it on, Matt. <laughs> oh, hang on. <laughs> we'll add that in post. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we do need to talk about your Bob Ross shirt, real yeah, quick. Yeah, please. Let's go ahead and show that to the camera. Can you see the Bob Ross shirt? He's painting in the galaxy. He's he, no, no, he's he he's, painted. He the is the galaxy. The galaxy. Yeah. He is the he's God painting the galaxy. <laughs> a lot of people don't know. Wow. Bob Ross is God. He's actually covering up his real name, which is God. God Ross. <laughs> God Ross. 
the, the only successful painting I've ever done was following Mr. Ross's uh, guidelines. Did you hey? follow along while watching? Yeah, no, but see, was I this used recently. He, yeah, okay. it was very recent. Actually, if you go on my Instagram, you can see <laughs> the most wanna, recent. Do you want to shout out your Instagram? Casey Drums at at symbol that's the a with the circle around it right, oh. right. and then <laughs> some people are really unsure about that <laughs> so it's at symbol a with the circle around it yeah. c-a-s-e-y-d-r-u-m-z yeah drums with a z, with a z. yeah very, very important very edgy. very important and very different i'm different <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so my, the only paint the only successful painting i've ever done i followed his his rules but like halfway through I was like, none of this shit is working. <laughs> Wait, I'm not using the right paint. He was using like he's using a oil painting, and I was using acrylic, and it's like to- two completely different worlds. Yes. So it didn't turn out nearly as cool. Um, but you know, whatever, man. That's art, baby. <laughs> you learned the hard way about oil and whatever. Yeah, the other no. One was. Now I just want to get oil paints because oh. that's what Bob Ross uses, and I can paint along with it. Maybe you should. You know, it's uh, it's all on Netflix now. Is that where you watched it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Bob Ross is the truth, the way, and the light. If you they like also do it, there's an annual like uh, Twitch stream where they just play the entirety of Bob Ross. That what? sounds amazing. It's a Twitch stream? Yeah, they do a Twitch stream every year. I think it's in September. That's genius. It's like around the anniversary of his death, I think. Wow. Sounds Pretty about cool. right, though. I'm into that. I love Twitch, dude. Yeah. I love Twitch. There's a whole world completely untouched by a lot of people in the Twitch w- in the Twitch world. Oh yeah. It's it's like a separate life. Yeah, no. I a I'm trying culture. to get I'm trying to get Jelly. We me and Jelly, I I ran his uh he did a a video game Twitch stream and I r- I kind of ran that and we ended up getting like 400 viewers or I don't know. It was a really good amount of viewers for our very first stream ever. Were you guys playing games? Yeah, yeah, we played. He he's a huge UFC fan, so we played oh. UFC. Oh. Makes sense. Um, we were gonna play Red Dead Redemption Two because mm. um, he game. has that, but he just got sucked into UFC. And uh, no, that was super cool. That's like I'm I'm trying to get him into that world because he's he's really into uh, like posting Instagram stuff, and uh, there's that whole like real life. IRL stream, you know. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm trying to get him into that, but we'll see. That that might be in the future. If not, I'll be on Twitch one day when I uh, when I can get a game capture card. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> That's all I do is play video games, man. I think you should. <laughs> I think that would be very entertaining if you uh, started your own. Maybe is, is there a channel? Is it a channel on? on yeah, yeah, on yeah. Is that it's what like it is? A Twitch okay. channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you should. It'd be fun. It'd be, uh, it's basically, I mean, I don't think anything would change from my day-to-day life other than having an audience. Right. So it's like, I don't know why I haven't just done it already. I should. Because then you can't do it naked. Well, there's got to be a loophole. I've been, that's what I've been waiting on is for someone to find the loophole and call me and go, dude, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> I got the tube sock. Here we go. Okay. Do you remember any other shows? <laughs> <laughs> any other shows from okay. that from that time? So I remember the Tinsco Center. I remember yeah. this other. I even think it was aside from the Tinsco Center. There was. We're trying to spark bad memories here. <laughs> okay. All right. 
Aside from yeah, there 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 were there were a couple. We, yeah, we, we played quite I a few. I remember the uh, the middle school auditorium. Yeah, we, we played a talent show there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that too. Um, I remember our wars with better than thirty two. <laughs> 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 Which, if we wanted to win that war, we could have just called our band thirty three, <laughs> um, and that would have been it. Yeah, that would have been the whole thing. No, that uh, yeah, okay, okay. So I remember middle school talent show. I remember those two weird Tinsco Center and then some other center show. Really? I remember the. I just remember this big ass room, man. Oh, I, oh, oh! That was you're the, thinking um, about our graduation party. Whenever we played yes. at, uh, it was in like a warehouse kind of thing, right? It was massive, but it was it was at. Um, What's the what's the uh, <laughs> it was it was the at the fairgrounds. it was at the fairgrounds it was the fairgrounds yeah. okay okay yeah. there was yeah. this huge huge building yeah and but it was like and a there were like stage. maybe twenty five people there yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know as yeah you know, that's just what happens um let's see what else do I remember I remember the Rocket Town talent show or the uh, Battle of the Bands yeah yes. just just the audition yeah the yeah. audition <laughs> yeah we did not make it to the finals <laughs> um, unfortunately do you remember what we played. Uh, probably steady as she goes. Uh, we didn't actually. Oh wow, we didn't play steady as she goes, which was the first song we ever learned together. Yeah, Indeed. yeah. Um, and we never fucking let it go. <laughs> <laughs> we played it all the time. Um, Every practice. <laughs> I think the, I think our our uh, our last two shows we did together, we even played that song, didn't we? I think yeah, we yes. eventually yeah we did eventually play it. Which actually felt kind of nice. Nights. It actually felt kind of yeah, nice. Yeah, no, I, it was fun then because I ha- I literally haven't listened to that song since I was in that band. You can't. You can't listen Dude, to it. I now. went back recently, uh, actually at the end of last year, so very recently, um, went back and listened to Consolers of the Lonely mm-hmm. and... Rock and Roll Soldiers? Yes. Yeah. Uh, fantastic albums, man. Yeah. Both Timeless. of them. For, for different Timeless. reasons, of course. Yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah. Have you heard the new tracks? No, from Rackin' Tours? Yeah. What are you talking about? There's a new album, back. my boy. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great news. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah they're, they're going to be touring this summer. Very cool. Um, yeah. They've got to come to Nashville, right? Half of them are from here. Yeah. The, all of them are from here. They actually. all live they here. They all live here now. Well, Jack's not from here. But well, but he lives here now. I wish yeah. they'd go back to where they came from <laughs> for <laughs> tourists. <laughs> no, they have two singles out right now. You should go check them out. Yeah. No, that's They're awesome. Really good. I, I thought they were dead forever. That's no, kick-ass. No, Jack, Jack did his solo thing, whatever that was. And <laughs> Did you listen to, uh, oh, what was that song called? Over and over, yeah, yeah. over and over. Yeah. over uh, <laughs> that song a, was weird. It's a strange song. That was like when the when the background vocals come in, it's just like so loud. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> it's was, it's very Jack White though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, you can't I, deny I enjoyed it. it. It was it was uh, it was weird. It was really no, weird. the 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 whole album was extreme. I, I I I think I saw him three times on this on this solo tour. Oh wow! Uh, I saw his very first show, and then I saw him at Shaky Knees, and then I saw his very last show at Bridgestone. And uh, and the the album, like I said, very strange. But the live show was incredible, super energetic. Every I th- he had like he had two synth guys, uh, bass player, female drummer, really incredible drummer, and then 
him, of course. But I mean, the the energy was insane. You you look what you did, look what you did. You gotta pick that up now on camera. There you go. Good job. It's a magnet. Oh my god. <laughs> That's amazing. Do you remember? Now I'm gonna see if Matt remembers this. All right. I probably will. Yeah, I know. Matt Not. has <laughs> the memory of Stephen Hawking. Um, kind of true. Um, so hey, this Bob was Ross, you cannot dump me. <laughs> <laughs> Do it right. That was a terrible Stephen Hawking voice. <laughs> you can, you, you know, can, rest in peace, Stephen you Hawking. You can do a lot I'm of things, sorry. Matt, but that's not one of them. No, that's not one of them. <laughs> um, I can't do Microsoft Sam. I'm sorry. That's fine. <laughs> uh, so there was one night we were at practice. It was it was a little bit later actually, and uh, your mom came downstairs to listen to us, accompanied by her friend. This is, I remember this event happening, but I do not remember what was said. Okay, I don't remember what was said either. For some, something about your mom's friend thought Matt was cute, right? I remember, I remember a very different story. Oh. I remember being on top of Band Hill with Casey when you handed him this poster that his dad now has in his room. And uh, his mom was like, you know, my friend said if I was going to have a guy and I was still in high school, that would be the guy. Maybe this was maybe maybe this was the same person. And Matt has lived his life completely fulfilled since <laughs> I have been fulfilled. <laughs> I was stalked by a cougar at a tender young age. <laughs> it really set the tone for your life, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you know what? All these young girls, they can shove off. But shove that's off. that's not the end, though. Ah, she screw. didn't just say that. It's not. Yeah, okay. I don't remember what was said. Then. She sat down in a chair. Oh no, I do remember this. And she said, "I want you to play for me." Yes, I do remember that now. I do not remember what happened afterwards. I think <laughs> I blacked out. <laughs> do you? You don't. You don't remember this at all, do you? No, God no. No. <laughs> <laughs> How could I? Had nothing to do with me. Okay. All <laughs> oh, right. I'm I sorry. Have, I think I was festering in jealousy and anger. <laughs> Man, I've always had a crush on that friend, Mom. How would you bring her down here? I could play for her anytime she wants. And then you did. Uh, and then you played for her. Yeah. And she was like, about it. I don't know. That did she really smooch me out. or something? Is that what happened? <laughs> Maybe. She probably I don't kissed know. you on the cheek or something crazy. Maybe. I don't remember. But but you do remember that, though. Yeah, I, I remember <laughs> the event happening. I just don't remember a lot of the details. Mm. Mm. That's fine. I uh, do remember one of the best memories is uh, the drum battle between Casey and Pops. Ah. Yeah, I do remember that, My actually. Pops? Your yes. Pops. He asked, Pops, he, he Pops. asked us ah. to call him Pops, so. Yeah. That's just, I know, still call, I call old him David Wilshire. I think, I think when I turned 18, I was like, I'm going to start calling him Pops. <laughs> <laughs> like I was calling him Dad. He's not my dad. He's my stepdad, but he, I love both of my dads. Yeah. And, uh, but I had to differentiate somehow, so <laughs> <laughs> stepdad is Pops. And dad is dad. Right. So both really cool guys for Great guys. for different reasons. Great guys. Yeah. 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 Your dad dad is like a multi talented <laughs> musician. Yeah, he's he's where I got my uh my discomfort in playing one instrument. Yeah. Because um, when I started playing drums, he was like, Well, you need to learn guitar too. And I was like, Why? I'm playing drums. He's like, Trust me, you need to learn, <laughs> you need to learn guitar, dude. <laughs> 
He's going to watch this and be like, you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he won't. Who knows? I don't know. Well, shout out to Pops and Dad. Yeah. You guys uh, you guys are awesome. They formed the basis of Casey Jarvis. Yeah. yeah. Stepdad is a very talented drummer, though. Very talented. Ve- yeah. Very great pocket drummer. Yeah. Um, Tours or does he? Does he, he still used tour? To. No, he he used to. He uh, he'll fill in with. So my mom plays for Highway 101. Yeah, she was the second singer in that whole uh, world, but the better of the two, if you ask me. Oh, there you uh, go. Home. It's getting <laughs> shots spi- fired. It's getting spicy in here. <laughs> mom uh, is always best. Yeah, no, never forget it. My stepdad will play with them every now and again, and uh, other than that, he is a pipeliner. Working, uh, working construction, and, and he loves his job. He, well, no, he doesn't. <laughs> he loves the money that he makes yeah. working. Yeah. <laughs> um, As my, would I. My yeah. real dad is uh, multi-talented, uh, multi-instrumentalist. Yeah, and I think that's that's really where I got it from. He, since I was a kid, I've listened to his his solo album that he put out, and he played most all of the instruments. On that album, which is really cool, something I aspire to do myself. So, um, yeah, shout out to shout out to Dad for great music. Where what was your question? You. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't think there was a question. Exactly. There was no question. Um, what? Anyway, more about my dad. <laughs> <laughs> this is just family hour. What's what? Because because you started playing drums first, right? That was your first first thing, and I think you told me. You had gotten to a point where you were a little bored, and yeah. you were like, "I, I want to do something else." Yeah, too. I got to a point, and I'm not at that point anymore. I feel like I was best at drums when I was like 16, and I would just sit in the band. Like we, my parents didn't have TV hardly. They had like the 15 channels that worked on the antennas, and uh, I had like a Nintendo 64 when the Xbox 360 was out. Like we, we were kind of hand-me-down uh, sort of family, which is, looking back, I'm really grateful for that because oh, I wasn't yeah. a spoiled brat. But, uh, um, yeah, so we, it, when I was 16, or, yeah, about 16, I was I was at my peak on drums um, just because there was nothing else to do but uh, procrastinate on doing homework and learning my favorite band's music and that's what i did i would just sit in the basement and learn every lick lick for lick what what these guys were playing and um i don't do that anymore at all i really don't like to actually now (laughs) but uh (laughs) but back then i would just i would learn everything i could and uh played a lot of double bass metal kind of stuff yeah uh, a lot of fast stuff and I got to a point where I just kind of got bored. I didn't really know what to do anymore. Um, so I just branched out. I think the very first song that I learned on guitar was uh, that Fall of Troy song, Caught Up. Yeah, Caught yeah, up. yeah, I remember and, that. And I remember taking an entire day to learn those chords and those chord changes because there's at least – eight or nine maybe even more chords in that song and uh it was a really tough song but i I remember learning that and being like oh god i can i can really do this and then i learned this guitar solo um from this band good old war on their song um 
I don't remember. But uh, yeah, no, I just started. I just started like learning stuff that I wanted to play, and I realized, oh wow, I can I can actually do this. But I feel like the reason I was able to pick up on the other instruments so quickly was because of my uh, uh, my original learning rhythm. Yeah, no yeah. understanding and knowing rhythm, because I, I think that's what a lot of guitarists' problem is in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. It's is timing, timing, and you know, not being able to play with a metronome, mm-hmm. not being able to, f- you know, really lock into a groove, um, and and I just I felt like that side of things I had already conquered. I know how to play with a metronome. I know how to understand where rhythms fall in the beat. And That's uh, where band helped us a lot too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, marching for band sure. really instilled that metronome into our mind. Well, you don't have a choice but to march on yeah. tempo. Yeah. Your yeah. foot goes down every single beat, and yeah. it's yeah. less like, of a head thing, more of an entire body thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Your you're, whole body you, was exactly. in time. Exactly. You're applying <coughs> your entire body, and the the more limbs that you can get involved with your timing, the the more you will understand it because it really truly is a feeling inside of you. Like. Yeah. You, you can follow tempo without moving an inch of your body if you fully understand tempo. Like yeah. You can, you can turn on a metronome, tick, 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 turn it off, and still have that, that inner beat, turn it back on, and you're, right, you're still right on beat with it if, if you have that full understanding yeah. of, of rhythm. And it is a weird, it's a weird thing to, to grasp because you know anybody can turn on a metronome and go, I'm cl- I'm I'm clicking along with it. Yeah. I'm I'm following the beat right now. But I'm it's, following it. It's over an amount of time. <laughs> yeah. But then whenever you've got this beat going and you're trying to go it's like you you are you're you're filling in these spaces where there is no click. Yeah. You you're you're following a a beat that isn't actually there. You're making up over this steady beat and it it makes it a lot, uh, a lot more challenging. That's what I think a lot of people have trouble with is timing and rhythm, and um, that gave me the edge. I think was yeah. having the drums first, which is um, again going back to Chon, my favorite band. Uh, their lead guitarist, who is kind of like the brainchild of it all, uh, started as a drummer. He was a drummer first, and then you listen to their music and you'll fully understand that because it's just like these insane rhythms. That to me, like I, it's like an exercise for a drum pattern. Like I, yeah. some of the rhythms that they play are like da 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 da, which is something that I would do to just warm up. Yeah, but they're doing it on guitar, like like that kind of thing. The reason he was able to do that is because he had that drum background. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and I, I feel like if if you are as a musician. Un- unsolicited advice to all musicians. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, if you want to get better at music, man, study rhythm. Yeah, all kinds of rhythm. Study I think drums. It, it helps any musician to understand at least a little bit of every other yeah. instrument yeah. you're playing with. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. You want to know why your bass player is <coughs> doing what he's doing. You mm-hmm. want to know why your drummer is doing what he's doing. You want to have a, that that full. A fully rounded idea of what a band yeah. does. And you want to be able to for. understand each other. Yeah, yeah. And speak their speak language. The language. Speak mm-hmm. the yeah. language for sure. Yeah, that uh, I I feel like that has never been lost on you guys working with you guys. I feel like we've always been able to at least get the idea across of what we want. At I mean, uh, and uh, again, you know, we've always kind of 
I don't think we ever wrote originals together, right? We always kind of did covers. We we had a couple. We had they yeah. were not great, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but no, that no, was no. Er, that was early in our writing. Right, uh, that you know. was the beginning of it all. And you got to start somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I think the majority of it was covers. So that kind of um, that that didn't really give us the full chance of trying to express our musical ideas. Sure. But at the same time, we had to know the lingo and understand. Yeah. You know what what's going on in each in each realm and I think learning covers made you um, or it made us uh, look at at the full band because, exactly you yep. know you you would notice whenever I would play a drum beat that wasn't exactly on with the album because you practicing along you're hearing these drum beats and you go okay now that I've heard this it's the cue to play this part yeah or whatever and if I don't play that part exactly you're gonna be in your head like oh that's not exactly what happened you know what I mean yeah. so it's like we we had th- that in a way, but not fully, because we didn't write original music. Right. Yeah. And and I think that that helped with our timing as well too, because whenever absolutely. we're whenever we're practicing to these tracks, they're playing to a met. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So. That that's what I've always, uh, like, any anybody that that's asked me like how do you, how do you learn to play with a met like d- don't don't learn to play with a met learn to play with other people's music that record with a met yeah because you're going to be right on beat as long as you can play along with those you're you may as well be playing with a met yeah but at the same time you have to understand what that met is for Mm -hmm. what you're listening for that's that's one thing people don't fully understand i think is is you know that that is there for reference to a very uh uh very strong degree i guess is is what i could say it's 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 dictating what the song is is what the pace of the song is so you have to look at it like a dictator you yeah. have to look at that metronome like it is the truth the way in the light it, you it, know? It, <laughs> it, it control it's it's the most important part of the song yeah it's the yeah. most important part if if we play with a metronome and you're off slightly we're all gonna notice yeah yep. yeah it's it, it's gonna fall apart it's gonna fall apart metronomes are Musicians, gods. Yeah. <laughs> we worship, I, and I think it's harder the older you get too. For sure, yes. um, it's weird. It's a weird. It's a weird feeling because you want to just like. It's so much easier to just jam. You oh know? yeah, just rock yeah. and and play. But a lot of times you'll go through like forty different tempos in one song. Yeah, and you're yeah. just jamming. You know, like just it's it's that tempo fluctuation, and people feel that. You know, it it. It depends on what kind of music you're playing. If you're playing rock and roll, it's not n- it's not really as as important. You want to be. I mean, you don't want to drop like 15 beats per minute in the middle of a song unless that's what the song calls for. But like, if you're fluctuating a little bit, you know, maybe three, five beats per minute throughout a song, it's not ruining the song. But that steady tempo, people feel a lot better, and they're oh, able yeah. to dance better with. And you know what I mean. And I, and I feel like, um, like you said, whenever you're jamming uh, and, and it fluctuates so much, whenever you go to hit the record button and you do hit the met, you're like, oh, that, that's too slow. Or, no, no, never mind, that's too fast. Like, where, where is it? It's, yeah, it's so hard to find it. That's, that's, uh, that's something with my band that has been weird is like, we'll write this whole song and every time we play it, we're like, oh, this is badass. And then we go to record it and we pick a tempo for it. 
and we'll come to this part in the song where we're like, what the hell? This is so fast yeah. right now. But it's because every time we come to that part in the song, we slow down yeah, a little exactly. bit. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, playing it with the metronome. And, and sometimes that'll even ruin the part. That'll make the part feel like, oh, this is way too rushed. Yeah. Like, this doesn't make sense anymore, you know? And then you go back to slow down the first part, and you're like, well, this is way too yeah, slow. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This can't happen. Tempo is, is I would say, 70% of, of the song that we write. Oh, yeah. You, I, I've written some songs that I wish to God I would have just made 15 beats faster. Yeah. You know? I mean, they're just like, they're cool songs, but they're just so slow, and they just drag on, and it's like, if I would have just made those a little, and I could, I mean, obviously I could make them faster, but in the moment of the song, you know, you you, you want it to be... Um, what was I saying? Well, that's that, that's 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 just art in general. I think. I mean, yeah. Uh, we we were talking about this earlier, not earlier, but in a different podcast. You 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 can be creating something, and you're like, man, this is great. I love what I'm doing right now. This looks great. I'm so happy with this. You leave for two hours, come back, and you're like, this is absolute shit. I really hate what I'm doing I hate right now. This. So yeah. you're you're never gonna be happy regardless. Yeah, no, it's tough, um, dude. It's really hard. That's uh, and especially working with other musicians. Oh like, yeah. If it's you, you know, if it's just you working by yourself, you go, okay, well, I'll I'll drop it down a few beats per minute, yeah. or I'll pick it up a few beats per minute. Fine, that's your choice. Mm -hmm. If you're working with musicians, you have to express why you think it should go 15 beats per minute higher, why you think it'll make the song better. Why you think you know what I mean? Don't be you mad at like, me, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you have to create this whole like, uh, you, it's almost Dissertation. like it's, it, yeah, it's like a business pitch. <laughs> yeah. It's like okay, if you look here, you'll see that there's you know what I mean. I've made a pie chart here. <laughs> Remember this whole job you were doing before? Uh, take it and change it. Yeah, no. Nah, it, Don't worry I know about it's it. hard to play already, but we need to pick the tempo. Up. <laughs> yeah, screw you, dude. Uh, it's challenging, but you got to make it happen. Indeed, good old art. Um, you have to be a team player when you're in a band. Otherwise, there's no band. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Um, I'm gonna go pee real quick. Oh, can okay. I do that? I mean, you can if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can just end it now. I mean, no, it's, no, no, it's, I'll it's be been, right back. It's been an hour and a half. What? Yeah. yeah, it's been an hour and a half, my dude. We talked for a long time. All right. Do you, um, do you want us to talk while you pee, and then you want to come back? That's fine. Yeah. Okay. And I'll be right back. All right. Just, just I, don't. It, it'll take very short amount of time. <laughs> I promise. All right. All right. All right. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll take this opportunity to have a word from our sponsors. <laughs> 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 oh my God. How you doing, Matt? You doing good? I'm doing pretty all right, don't I? <laughs> How are you? Matt's been sick for the past I week. I've been sick. I don't and, know if uh, it shows in my voice, but I have been sick. Well, you have a, you've you've had two kinds of sicknesses. <coughs> I have had two kinds of sick. You've had the uh, you've had the cough, which uh, which we've all had because yeah. the weather in Tennessee has it's been the winter time. Is it? And then it's is the it spring time, and then it's really winter time. <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get because yeah. uh, what t today it was in the fifties, and tonight Ish. it's gonna be in the twenties. I mean, I don't yeah. even, I don't even know. I don't even know. But uh, a lot of people <laughs> are sick in this surrounding areas right now, uh, yeah. which you have been sick. You've had the cough and whatnot, but you've also gotten something else. Yeah, I also had some not cool stomach issues. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. I felt like I was going to die. <laughs> it's pretty terrible. But you're still here. I am still and, here. Uh, I am alive. We're happy about so, that. So uh, take that. 
Let's take this opportunity to say, hey, did you know we're in a band called did Stray you? Nova? What? 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 Did you? What? <laughs> Who would have thunk? <laughs> we are. So uh, go and find Stray Nova on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's just at Stray Nova, except for Twitter, because somebody already had the handle. So mm-hmm. it's Stray underscore, underscore. Nova. Got to put that space. Right. Very important. I'm glad we're still recording. I just. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. Uh, you're, you're back. Thank goodness. Welcome back. Welcome uh, back. And YouTube. Go and find us on YouTube. That's YouTube where this well. that's where this podcast will be. It'll yeah. be on YouTube. You can go and subscribe to Nova Talks on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and now on Spotify, because that's a thing. Spotify. Boom. Welcome back. Boom. Those hey, sponges. Thanks. Yeah, thanks welcome for back. Uh, so <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but I thought about uh we we lost our train of thought but i thought it'd be funny to tell the story about how our band fizzled <laughs> oh yes of we, course. Can, we can wrap we can wrap up with this beautiful yeah, story. yeah we'll, we'll wrap up with that <laughs> so uh, uh let's see how does this start it started like a, this nor- was, a um, normal <laughs> practice would <laughs> this yeah, was no. post graduation post graduation so you for us had, anyway had for us yeah, yeah, you yeah. Were, yeah. I, was, I was in high school still um so basically, um, I had I had talked to my mom about like my feelings about the band, and uh, just basically what not not like pro- I never had any problems, but I had joined this metal band who who was really kind of uh, starting to take off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say the name of the band? Yeah, yeah. Of I course. don't remember. Oh, <laughs> it, uh, we it starts called Corica. Corica. That's what it was. Oh, yeah, yeah Corica. Right. Yeah, yeah. We, it started out as Corica of the Unsung, and so Corica is supposed to be chorus in Latin, so hmm. it would be chorus of the Unsung, but that was just so much to say, so we changed <laughs> it. It was Corica. Anyway, uh, so I was in two bands at once, and. Um, it it got to a point where I had to I guess I didn't have to, but I don't know. It just got to a point where I was I was neglecting one band or the other and it ended up being uh Backward Brigade. And so I talked to my mom about the um the struggle that I was having in my mind and my little brother was present for this conversation. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So the next practice, I think it was like the next day after I I had talked to my mom about this, or it may have been, I don't know, it may have been the same night. I don't remember. But anyway, um, so, (laughs) so we, so uh, uh, Dalton and Matt show up for practice, normal night. And I think I I wasn't going to talk to them about this yet, but, uh. It was going to be maybe the next week, or I, I don't remember. I was putting it off. I'm a procrastinator. <laughs> so uh, so, <laughs> so they get there, and they're, like, moving their gear into the basement. And uh, my kid little brother, who's, like, seven or eight <laughs> or something like that, he, like, follows us into the basement and goes, what are they doing here? I thought they were. I thought you were gonna quit the band. <laughs> and I just look at him like I could kill you. <laughs> I, I could actually murder you right now. Matt and, and I are just wide eyed. Yeah, Matt and Dalton <laughs> are like. <laughs> Let's not forget the fact I had literally 
just bought a brand new guitar. I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we but we both did. Yes, we both we did. both did. We went we to Guitar Center. Did. You had bought the Ibanez, and I bought the Thunderbird. <laughs> yeah, just just to make me feel more like an ass. Yeah. That's the only reason they did. We had uh, it was post graduation. <laughs> we had fresh graduation money. Oh yeah, yeah. went and bought yeah. the new instruments. Yeah. Yeah. So my little brother's like, I thought you were quitting that bad. Why? Did, why are they here right now? And I was like, Go the fuck upstairs, little kid. I'll kill you. And then so we uh, we get into the basement, and I just remember the uh, unbelievable amount of shame that I felt. <laughs> and uh, so I was like, Well, guys, uh, yeah, kid's right. <laughs> I guess. I guess I, I am quitting. I the guess. Band. Uh, I guess I gotta tell you now, since this little freaking idiot just. <laughs> Spilled the beans. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was like, yeah, man, I, uh, I'm i going to quit this band for this uh, stupid metal band that I'm in. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we went through with the practice, which oh, was yeah. crazy. And, like, I remember actually, like, tearing up and just feeling so bad. Like, just feeling like shit the whole practice. And, and like, by the end of it, I was almost crying and, like, it was uh, it was a sad moment, but it was like it was like one of those sad moments where you're like, "This is probably all right. This is probably all right. Yeah, we'll be all right. It's gonna be okay." Um, but why yeah, do we, we even made practice? <laughs> no, that's the thing. No, I don't know. Like, I, I do. I remember <laughs> practicing though. But why well, did yeah, we do it? Yeah, it was like it was like you guys were already there, and it was like, "Well, I guess we're already here, so <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah. might as well just go ahead and do play this thing. through the songs, so we know for whatever <laughs> reason." Uh, this is steady as she goes. <laughs> <laughs> Steady as she goes, indeed, boys. <laughs> oh my God! Let's oh, play do you, do you with disaster again? <laughs> <I guess. laughs> that's that's what we that's what we played for the uh, audition. We played flirt with yeah, disaster. Yeah, and we and we won that other talent show with flirt with disaster. We got first God, place. We were so good at that song because <laughs> yeah. we played it so much. So much. Do you remember say, same night that that you quit the band? Um, there there was a mic stand, right? I mean, it wasn't cooperating with you. So you like just your emotions were flowing and you just started beating <laughs> this mic stand on the ground and it broke in two. Do you remember this? No. <laughs> and uh, I really wish you wouldn't have said that because I think my dad's been trying to find out what happened to that mic stand <laughs> for years now. <laughs> Now I think I told him knows. that like one of my idiot friends broke it or something. I don't know. It's been ten years, Casey. <laughs> yeah, no, time does not heal wounds. Oh uh, well, you know, I well, it I heals wounds, that. but not fix mic stands. No, it's not no. Do that. Oh, before we before we call it quits, we can you, do this all night. <laughs> we can, we can, we can go for two hours if you want to. I don't care. I don't care, dude. Fuck it. Um, you wanted to ask him about. You wanted to ask him a certain thing. Oh yes. Lay it on me. At our uh, last show that we played together. So not, well, well, not as Back Row Brigade, well, but as... Yeah, we'll yeah, take, no, we'll no, take no. a side note. We we started Stray Nova, and then Casey played a couple of the first shows with us. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I filled in. Yeah. Graciously, because uh, he was the best drummer we knew. I was happy to be there. It <laughs> was yeah. a fun We were really happy to have him. Man. Yeah, of course. It was yeah. good to... We uh, had a lot of fun We lot played fun a lot of old songs that we had not played in a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and some that I've never heard before. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He filled in on our new originals and did a bang-up job. He did. He really did. <laughs> but uh, my question is, this last show that we played together, yeah. which was over a year ago now, we, I guess. Let, let's go through the entire thing, shall okay, we? Yeah, you're going to make me spill the dirt. <laughs> <huh>? Yeah. <laughs> Unless yeah. you don't want to. No, no, no. This was care. after a... Uh, I mean, there's no ties anymore, right? No, no. You're good to go. I mean, I mean, I'll, I wish well to everybody. Right. <laughs> 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 
So, okay, so... Let's it, hear the well, question before I tell in myself. Right. <laughs> right. Well, uh, well, we'll start with us, right? Okay, so yeah. me and you were here. Yes. We were, we were supposed to be in Kentucky at, like, five or six, something, something like that. Something like that. Uh, it was, like, 3.30, I think. No, 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 no. no. It was we like, we it met was like, here at, like, noon. Okay, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. So I, I sent a message to Casey on Facebook, and because uh, the, the night before, or two nights before, we had talked, and you were like, just pick me up. At the babe shop that I work at in Nashville, yeah. and we'll go from there. I'm like, all right, cool. So I sent a message to Casey, <laughs> and no response, none whatsoever. None. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, he, he's probably just asleep. I, you know, whatever. Or maybe she's not looking at his phone. And uh, I know what you're doing, Matt. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know what you're doing. We're <laughs> <laughs> <For> so. <laughs> um, so me and Matt, we load up our gear. And. Uh, we start heading to Nashville to go to to go to your house because we're like maybe he just maybe he just slept in. We'll go knock on his door. He'll wake up. <laughs> we'll get in the car. <laughs> so uh, we drive to his house after we load it up, knocking, banging on the door. Nothing. Hear from nobody. No cars in the driveway. <laughs> we're like, this is bad. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is, is this harkened back to some memories of old <laughs> of sli- slippery Casey. <laughs> Who was always hard to get a hold of? Um, which w- uh, was it? What little my little baby butterball? Right there, you go. That's you. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we're knocking on the door. We're knocking on the door. No, there's we, we we're like we know Casey's not <laughs> in this house. I don't know yeah. why. I don't we're know why we're so still hard. here. So <laughs> I send a message to your girlfriend, and I'm like, Hey, have you have you heard from Casey? And she messages back, and she's like, No, have you? <laughs> I'm oh like, oh, God. Oh Uh-oh. no. <laughs> And then she tells me, well, he got really drunk the night before the Jelly Roll show, and he called me and was making absolutely no sense. Multiple and I times that's happened. Yeah, <laughs> and I, ha- I haven't heard from him Lauren, since then. Lauren, shout out to you for sticking with my <laughs> drunk ass. <laughs> yeah. And th- shout out to Lauren for helping us with this adventure yeah. that we went on. Yeah. <laughs> this she is was a, the she only was adventure a real bro. she's helped with. She's it's helped from states away me... She's helped me from not dying, basically. That's impressive. <laughs> she's she's a real one. You got to keep her around. Uh, yeah, no So doubt. you don't die. She's, yeah, a, no, she's no, no, a true no. bro. All right. Um, sure. So we're like, you know what? Uh, maybe this just isn't supposed to happen tonight. I think we 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 pulled into a Sonic and we're like, we're just we're just gonna eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just kind of forget about it. To, yeah. And uh, finally, <laughs> I get a phone call from Casey. Yes. And I'm like. <laughs> I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what's up, man? <laughs> I'm like, hey, buddy, how's it going? Hang on, let me find out where I am right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you want me to tell yeah, my at, side now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm passing the baton to you. All right, so here's my night. Um, we played a show in Knoxville, Tennessee. And... Um, so this is possibly the drunkest I've ever been in my life. Um, not by my own volition, but by the uh, the great patrons of the, that Knoxville, Tennessee show, you <laughs> dirty bastards. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just, I don't, I barely remember. I, I barely remember that night at all. We've played that venue a couple times, so like the memories that I have could be from the past times that I've played there, but... Basically, um, 
what I remember from that night is the videos that I saw, one of which being me getting out from behind my drum set, going to the front of the stage, the whole crowd of like 700 people going, take that shot, take that (laughs) shot, take that shot. And so I'm at the front of the stage taking a shot and throwing the shot glass into the crowd. (laughs) And um, yeah, so I think by the end of that, um, I ended up getting up from behind my drum kit and they tried to start a song and turned around and looked and I wasn't there. And I, I jelly roll ended. <laughs> it was just like, we were, so, we were all so drunk. Jelly roll ended up getting behind my drum set and playing my drums while I was gone. <laughs> and because the green room was like right next to the stage. So, uh, when I came back, he was like, where you been Bubba? And I was like, I had to go pee really bad. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, so I just, I went, I got up out of my drum kit to go pee in the middle of a show and came back and, uh, I guess I finished the show out. Um, but I was beyond comprehensible. I was, I was very, very drunk, um, to the point where, and I may have continued to drink as stupid as I am. Um, but to the point where by the end of the show, I gave away my hi-hats that my my pops had let me borrow that he has used for 20 years. I mean, just literally a family relic of hi-hats. And I just was like, yeah, dude, you can have it, bro. It's yours, man. <laughs> and nev- I haven't seen him since. I don't know That answers my question. <laughs> if anybody knows where those hi-hats are. I'll pay good money to get those back, I promise. Um, But yeah, so I wake up the next day. I had a shift at work at 11 o'clock in the morning. I woke up in a house that I was very unfamiliar with um, at about 2 o'clock in the afternoon with about seven missed calls from my boss and uh, three from Dalton. (laughs) (laughs) Not as many as the boss, so I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so I lost my job, obviously, obviously. Um, That 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 ride up there. So so you told us where you were. We came and picked you up. You came out of the house, cowboy boots and all. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Realized you had lost the symbols. Was really upset about that. that It was because. You didn't even know. It was, uh, who are you staying with? I can't remember his Jerry name. Jerry G. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jerry G. And he was like, man, you tried to give away all your symbols, man. I had to, I stopped, I was like, Casey, no, n- not the symbols. <laughs> and and I, I was like, stop no! you. <laughs> no, I'm giving these symbols away. <laughs> I'm doing it. But, you know, at least Jerry G stopped you from giving away all your symbols. Yeah, no, he was like, well, I mean, the he. I think exactly what he said was like, I, I figured the little ones would be the less expensive <laughs> ones. <laughs> and uh, those were the smallest symbols. So, yeah, no, he uh, he let me give my hi-hats away, which, Jerry G, you saved my life multiple times, man. I appreciate you more than you'll ever know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, man, Jerry... Jerry's been there for my drunkest of moments. Um, <laughs> but yeah. And this is the most. Yeah, <laughs> he w- he was like, uh, no, actually, this isn't the most drunk now that I remember. Um, oh. But this was a very, this was number two for sure. But uh, yeah, J- <laughs> Jerry was there for both of those. Um, 
But yeah, he let me give my symbols away, and I I just remember on the way up there, I was like, "So, what do you guys think I should call my boss and say?" <laughs> <laughs> you were like, you you would like keep getting your phone out and looking at it. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> should I call him and should tell him, or should time? I just like not show up ever again? Yeah. yeah, should I just forget that I ever did that, or do I call him and give him some respect? And I ended up calling him. You did. I ca- I called him, and I was like, dude. I uh, I got too drunk last night, man. And he was like, oh, no, it's all right. Well, uh, we can't really employ you anymore, so uh, I'm going to have to terminate your employment. And I was like, oh, that was easy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. So. Yeah. Completely understand. Thanks for having me. Uh, it was a great time. Thank you, buddy. He's like, all right, talk to you later. Bye. So it wasn't. It wasn't even. It wasn't even like if you c- if you come to work right now, you, you get to keep your job. It was no, like, no. You're, you're it was done. like we can't trust you. There yeah. is no way. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I, uh, I lost that job on pretty bad terms. I, I feel like I could go in there and it would be all right, but I, you know, whatever. Um, maybe in the future. Yeah. But I, uh, yeah, that was, uh, thanks Knoxville. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I can say about that. Thanks Knoxville. Thanks a lot. Gave you a great night, but made you lose your job. Yeah. And almost lost my gig with Stray Nova, which Mm. would have been but but you But you didn't. And I we had a good know. time. We had a great show. That, that was, was that was actually a really fun time. That was a lot Indeed. of fun, man. I, I think we because we the only the only shows we played with you were at at uh, in Kentucky at that uh, we played we did two those, times yeah we did two times thing. At, at, yeah 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 at that spot and then we did one two times we did two times we did at two that cover other shows same same location. Oh. Okay, so there were two at Energize. Yeah, yeah. And one of them was at that like weird train station place with the really kick-ass hotel room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we did another one with that same promoter. Mm-hmm. And then we did two cover shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the right. cover shows were pretty fun too. Those were a blast, man. I yeah. did. W- I, b- <laughs> I put one of them on uh, on Facebook Live, and I I think I regret posting that. I don't really remember. <laughs> is, it, is it still there? <laughs> it it might be. I don't I'm think I ever deleted it. it. But uh, the the uh, yeah, no, I got I got pretty pretty drunk that night. It too. was it was like it Irish was like a two bombs. it was like a two hour long. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, yeah. it was both nights. It was both nights. I got pretty pretty drunk. But you still but you still did a good. My job. My name is Casey, and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Those were fun shows, though. Indeed. Yeah, no, they uh, really were. I, I think, it, it, you know, the moral of the story is no matter what we've gone through as as a trio, <laughs> it's always been fucking fun. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's always, always been, been a, a blast, good time. And uh, I've always enjoyed it. So anytime you guys need a drummer, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We will. When you're not playing with Jelly Roll and Struggle, of yeah, course. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I got free dates, you know. Well, there you go. I'm sitting on my ass playing World of Warcraft these <laughs> days. <laughs> <laughs> we just need to get together and play sometime. That's yeah. what we need to do. I'm I'm into it, man. Yeah, I'm into it. I got a I got an open basement ready. There you go. An, someone is calling the shop right so now. It's a fax, Dalton. It's a fax. <sighs> I always get confused. No, nope, that's a phone call. Are you sure? Yeah, it, it's still ringing. Someone's uh-huh. literally calling at 8:41 <laughs> at night. <laughs> that's funny. Y'all got business cards? No. Can we Go get away. some but not right large now. prints of the Tennessee Titans? <laughs> I need. <laughs> I need some fat heads. <laughs> I need Valentine's Day cards made. Uh, sorry, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's literally two days away. Get out of here. Yeah. By the way, uh, happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. Happy, happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Happy Corporate America Day. Everybody. Today. I bought my girlfriend some stuff. I'm Ooh. not going to say because she's probably going to watch this. So. Uh-oh. I hope she does. Mm. Oh, man. Or she can listen. 
Or she could listen or, yeah, on all of the platforms known to man. Yeah. Um, Spotify, Apple Music, um, Google Play. Google Play. All of it. All of it. All of but it. But yeah. Uh, happy Valentine's Day, and I hope you like my present, Lauren. <laughs> Shout out to you. <laughs> you better like it. If this you is, don't this like is the it, whole reason you did the podcast. Just no, so yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to. I d- <laughs> Here's my plug. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> this is my time to shine. Ooh. Speaking of plugs, uh, is there anything else you would like to plug? Man, not really. Just please come to that D-Ray show, man. Yeah. That would mean so much to me. March um, 8th. March 8th. Yeah, March 8th at the warehouse in Clarksville. If you can make it, please do. I don't know what the I don't know what the price is. I don't know anything about that to be honest, but uh it really it it, it it's put together by, you know, people, not by a corporation. So the money really truly is going to help a great cause and and some really good people. Um so I would say, you know, that's my plug. Yeah. I got nothing else to promote. So go go to it. I mean, yeah. it, if if you live in Nashville, Clarksville, I mean, it's it's right there. Yeah, yep. really cool great place. Venue. They got great uh, alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the same everywhere except for except for the warehouse. It's it's if you better go to than the warehouse. Yeah. That Jack Daniels is gonna taste so good. <laughs> you're not even gonna believe it, dude. Say hello to our friend Ben Franklin. Yeah. <laughs> do Do you know who we're talking about? Is it the sound guy? It's yes. the sound guy. <laughs> yeah, man. Mr. Ben. <laughs> I don't know his actual name, I do but he looks remember. just like Ben he's Franklin. He's a gangster, though, man. <laughs> he holds it together. No, he really does. He's, no, he's awesome. He's a fantastic sound guy. He is an incredible yes. sound guy. Yeah. But he looks um, like Ben Franklin. He just does. Once again, March 8th. Let yeah. me think. Uh, oh, uh, Struggle Jennings has a... Um, it's not a listening party. It's an album release party. Hang on, let me find this date real quick. I he's going believe it's February 22nd, but let me figure mm-hmm. this out. But where at, though? It is at... Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. You're doing right. a great job so far. Uh, album release party, Struggle Jennings with Alexander King and Way Jennings in Nash Vegas. Nash Vegas. Um, it doesn't have a venue. It just has the address, which is three four two four Lebanon Pike, Hermitage, Tennessee, three seven zero seven six on the twenty second of February. It's gonna be fantastic. This uh, this struggle album is my favorite he's ever put out. It is just absolutely aggressive, in your face, like makes me feel like I'm listening to rock and roll, but I'm listening to rap. It's really a badass album. Um, come out to the show. It's gonna be fun. Um, Did you play on the on the album? No. Oh, okay. Scattered Brains, the the uh, producer. That is that is what he goes by. Von Freitag is his real name, but Scattered Brains is what he goes by. Fantastic producer, produced the entire album. Um, really, really, really cool vision with with them. Um, Hopefully the next album I'll be on. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, man. You never know. Uh, yeah, no, it's okay. Um, <laughs> but it's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still hurt inside. <laughs> no, no, no. I just I just started my adventure as a producer with this uh, this studio that we're doing the benefit for. Yeah. So it's yeah. Uh, I'm very fresh and all that. So it's it's not offensive whatsoever uh, to not be a part of it. But. You know, I'm always going to be at the live shows. Anytime Struggle is playing, 
Uh, as long as Jelly and Struggle are not playing on the same day, I play with both of them. If they do play on the same day, might have a little bit of trouble. Um, but unless it's the same show. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if it's the same show, I'll be on stage twice. But for that, for the for typically the benefit, you'll be playing with them both. I'm assuming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, typically, or at least these these last this last year, uh, Struggle and Jelly have been playing together. They released. Um, three albums in one year under the title of Waylon and Willie. Yeah. Um, really cool idea. Yeah, yeah, man. Very uh, interesting concept. And since, so the concept, very simple. Um, Waylon and Willie used to, they were best friends. Yeah. Wh- Waylon Jennings and Willie Nelson, they were best friends. They made music together. Um, so now, nowadays, uh, the Waylon and Willie of today is Jelly Roll and Struggle. Struggle Jennings is Waylon's grandson, and Jelly Roll smokes just as much or more weed than Willie Nelson. <laughs> so that's where the comparison comes in. Yeah. Um, but they, Jelly and Struggle, have been best friends for 13 years, and really, really, really cool dynamic. Really awesome seeing them put albums out together, and to see them put three full length albums out in one year, like that's. That's, that's really that's impressive. impressive. That's a yeah. lot of music, man. Yeah, absolutely. And and quality. It's not like they have like two hits and then the rest of it is just like whatever. These are just the songs that came out. Like they really put their heart and soul into all three albums and uh you can hear it, man. It's it's great. Go check that out. Waylon and Willie one, two, and three. Uh Struggle Jennings is putting out The Widow's Son, uh, on the twenty second of February. And Jelly Roll is in the works with Goodnight Nashville 2. He just released Goodnight Nashville 1. Um, also worth checking out. But I think that's it. My band will be releasing some music soon. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, about where no we are, actually. Yeah. As yeah. Will Smith would say, <laughs> that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> to, to people who aren't, who aren't educated in the, in the business of music, putting out, just putting out one album and getting it done in a year, is yeah. incredibly difficult. Big deal. But putting out three albums full length in a year, that's unheard of. That's like hard work. Hard yeah, right there. Yeah, I mean, you're you're not just having fun playing music. I mean, you are, but you're also working really in the really studio hard. every day. Yeah, thinking yeah. about the same fifteen songs every single day for months. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it. I mean, just imagine. I don't know, writing a paper and having to look at that paper every single day over and over for months. I mean, it's it, it would just drive you crazy. That is you, grind it, time. Yeah. yeah, there really is. There's there's a serious grind to it, and it's uh, there's a there's a blessing and a curse to it. I mean, yeah. you you sit there and you get sick of your own song and you question it and you get in your head and you're just like, God, is this even good? Like, is this mm-hmm. worth it? Is this is this even you know? worth putting out or you know whatever you get in your head about it but then you have those moments where like the producer will do something cool or you'll have this cool idea that just completely changes the song into exactly what you want it to and then be. you're like you're like oh my god yes <laughs> okay don't touch it, it ever again <laughs> it's good yeah it's almost like there's no satisfaction until you get that mastered copy yeah, in your hands. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. okay, well, it's like this, this is, is what cool. the work was for, and yeah. then you start seeing everybody listening to it, and and you're like, oh wow, okay, it makes yeah. sense now. This is why this is why I'm doing this. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's end on a good note. Yeah. Uh, thanks for being here, Casey. Thanks, thanks for, for coming out. It was really let's cool. have you back sometime. Yeah, and I, uh, I'd be happy to be here again. Indeed, indeed, we'll be glad to have you. 
Indeed, indeed. That was um, hot. <laughs> oh. This oh, is what well, this is Nova Talks. I'll do since I did the opener, I'll do the closer too. Oh, you All right, do the we're closer ready. Yeah, too? Yeah. Hit Thank it. you for listening to Nova Talks. This has been your host, Casey Jarvis, with my guests. My name is Dalton. My name is Matt. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm glad I could have you guys today. Oh, yeah, of course. Glad it's been be wonderful. Um, really wish you wouldn't ask me those weird questions, but, <laughs> you know, that's how yeah, it goes, I guess. It's I guess. strange because we thought you were the host, yeah. but I don't know. Uh, no, I, you know, I am the host. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, right. <laughs> this is my show. <laughs> um, yeah, no, thanks, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for being here, man. This has been Nova Talks. We'll talk at you next time. Bye. Bye.